Welcome to What Christians Should Know, hosted by Dr. Elijah Sadoffel. This podcast equips you with clarity and meaningful answers about God, the Bible, and your Christian life. Now, here's Dr. Sadoffel. In this short, I will describe how a person finds peace and describe how we can find peace in society as a whole. Our theme verse comes from Philippians 4.9, which says, The things you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. In these verses, the Apostle Paul writes to the church at Philippi and essentially says, Imitate what you have seen in me, and you will find peace. Truly, a person can say life is good when, by grace, their walk is something worthy to be imitated by others, and that imitation brings resilient, godly peace. Nonetheless, the crucial point that I would like to draw the listener's attention to in Philippians 4.9, however, is the source of peace. Paul writes about the God of peace, and the canon of Scripture as a whole tells us that God is the one who loves peace, He is the one who makes peace, and He is the one who gifts peace. After all, as the author of peace, God is the one who by His grace made peace with man through Christ after man waged war on God through sin. The peace treaty that ended the war between God and humankind was signed in the atoning blood of the Messiah, Jesus. Now, generally speaking, when the Bible talks about peace, it does not refer to mere negative peace, which is the absence of external conflict. When the Bible talks about peace, it refers to positive peace, which is the presence of a deep inward sense of totality of being, even in the midst of conflict. Seen in this light, a Christian can be at peace in the midst of war, and a Christian can have peace even when their circumstances are hostile to it. Peace is a fruit of the Spirit, so if the God of peace is with us, we shall enjoy the peace of God, and this peace transcends human understanding. So, even if outward circumstances threaten to disturb you, they cannot disturb the God of peace, who is bigger than the disturbance. With all of that in mind, what I hope is now clear is that the only way to have real, legitimate, lasting peace is to pursue the God who is the source of peace. Again, as Paul said in Philippians 4.9, the things you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. And what did the Philippians learn, receive, and hear? that they are to rejoice in the Lord always, that they are to guard their hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, that they are to learn what is true, and that is the Word of God, that they are to receive and hear the preaching and teaching of the Word, and set their minds on Christ crucified. Beloved, what the Bible teaches us is that peace is never an end in and of itself. Peace is something that is gifted in the pursuit of God. If peace is ever sought outside of God, then sadly, this peace will not last because it is not based on a reliable source. Take, for example, two warring parties, the Smiths and the Joneses. If the two decide to throw down their arms and make a peace treaty, what they will have is just negative peace, the mere absence of external conflict. This, however, does not remove the war they have in their hearts or the animosity that is nurtured from their memories. If a smith reacts to something bad that a Jones does, guess what? Now the smith has a reason to break the peace. And if a Jones never forgives a smith, then guess what? then Jones always has a reason to be angry and thus to make war. 
if we as individuals, couples, communities, tribes, or organizations were to pursue peace by only natural means, without fail, our efforts at lasting peace will never succeed. Why? Because we live in a fallen world, and fallen people with fallen prescriptions for peace are not reliable. We will always find a reason to disturb the peace. Legitimate external peace only results from deep-seated inward peace, and the only place to find deep-seated inward peace is the Lord. Once a person finds peace in God, they now have a supernatural reservoir of peace to draw from, and this supernatural peace transcends natural circumstances. So, the result is that they no longer have to react to the environment around them, and they are free to act toward others in peace, even if those others raise their fists against them. Godly peace never reacts, but is proactive, and godly peace equips a person with the freedom to treat others with love instead of wrath. So how does a person find peace? In Christ. How do the man and women in a marriage find peace? In Christ. How do members of a church find peace? In Christ. How do organizations find peace? In Christ. How do Christians inherit anything from God? By the blood-bought promises assured in Christ. How do we obtain world peace? Not by human effort, but with the return of Christ, who will rule as king over an eternal kingdom of peace. Return not to man but God, who gives you his peace, which exceeds human understanding. A heart and mind steeped in Christ is steeped in rest. Just look at Christ on the cross. Here you have a man who had every reason to declare war on those who did violence against him, but he did not exact revenge. This is what the peace of God does, despite death, hardship, slander, or pain. It imparts a sense of earnest security, not because you hold on to Christ, but because He holds on to you. Thank you for listening. For more valuable resources, including a bookstore and online Bible study, visit wcsk.org.